Hey, this is ENFP Dream Fan. Uh, this will be a little bit of a longer episode today as I'll start with going over uh, what the AD deal means for Atlanta and uh, why the Dream decided to move on from Megan Walker. And uh, the bulk of this episode will go over uh, the remaining 10 active players on the Atlanta Dream roster, uh, what I'd like to see from them uh, in the next stretch of games, and uh, what's been a struggle for some of them and what we want to improve on and everything. Uh, not going to lie, I, I am really nervous uh, for this next uh, four-game stretch. Uh, it starts with the Phoenix Mercury tonight, uh, who will be looking to avenge uh, their blowout loss to us uh, within the last couple weeks. And uh, then it's on to facing three title contenders back-to-back-to-back in the Connecticut Sun, the Chicago Sky again, and then the Washington Mystics for the third time this season. So... Um, if we don't win the, the game tonight, we could easily be 7-9 and nine after this four-game stretch. Um, if we beat the Mercury tonight and then beat one of those three teams I mentioned, uh, I'm incredibly optimistic again about our playoff chances and also maybe being able to make a surprise den in those playoffs as well. So uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. And uh, I know I say this a lot, but uh, I really think this is the biggest game of the season tonight and getting a win before um, we face those three title contenders and everything. I'm really hoping we come out strong and uh, obviously finish strong, which we've uh, struggled with so far this season. But uh, again, I absolutely see this as a necessity, um, getting this win tonight to continue on the right note. Um, but yeah, well, without further ado, let's go ahead and uh, dive into the topics I have. Uh, I did set this up by chapter, so you will be able to um, skip through to the topics or players that you would like to view and everything. And then I also attached a document going over uh, projections for all the players compared to uh, my preseason projections and what they did in 2021. Um, aside from AD that I just added to the list because they um, didn't play last season and uh, obviously weren't with the, the dream when I was making these preseason projections. Uh, but yeah, without further ado, let's get started. Um, so to begin, uh, just going over uh, AD, uh, during the offseason, uh, I went over trade scenarios the Atlanta Dream could potentially pursue, and uh, AD was on that list of players uh, I thought that we should acquire. Um, I did a full episode of uh, trade scenarios with the New York Liberty, and uh, AD was in that first scenario. I just think uh, Atlanta is such a good fit, and I just can't uh, say how much uh, I'm ecstatic uh, about uh, AD being a part of the Atlanta dream. I just think this is such a good fit. And uh, yeah, on uh, Serbi Terrell's uh, podcast, I totally forgot... Uh, that AD was on the roster when Tanisha Wright was still in the WNBA. So what are the chances of that? That um, she's now um, coaching her and everything. So I, I just think this is an excellent fit uh, with her growing up in, Atl- in the Atlanta area, being a part of the first Atlanta Dream commercial. Uh, I just think this is going to be an excellent spot for her to, to grow into um, closer to the potential she had. Um, out of Louisville, where she was drafted second overall in 2019. Um, in that senior season with Louisville back in 2019, she averaged 21.2 points, 3.3 assists, and 1.5 steals while only averaging 1.8 turnovers and about 32 minutes per game. So just astounding stats, and you can see why she was drafted second overall. 
Uh, in their rookie campaign with the Liberty, uh, they averaged 9.7 points, including a stretch where um, AD had double-digit point outings in 7 of 8 games and a season-high 20 points against the Minnesota Lynx on June 12th. Uh, this is a very low-risk, high-reward move for Atlanta, and uh, this is also a, a non-guaranteed contract, but I, I do believe that we're going to invest a, a couple seasons to them, at, at least I hope. Uh, with making this move and everything, but uh, these are the type of moves that uh, Dan Padover was talking about uh, before the season, and I know this doesn't <laughs> mean anything to management or ownership, uh, but I, I am definitely done complaining about um, us not picking up a backcourt player sooner and everything, because uh, who knows how long they were talking uh, with the New York Liberty and getting AD, and it just makes a lot more sense. Uh, why we didn't want to assign another player uh, during this time and everything. Uh, but yeah, I just absolutely love this move. Uh, if everything works out, um, AT and Christy Wallace are going to be a, a great shooting card uh, tandem for a long time here in Atlanta. And uh, that's just so exciting, that the potential uh, that group has and everything. Uh, that's the stuff of title contenders to me and everything. If um, AD can get closer to the, the form she had, I mean, they had in uh, 2019. Uh, so really rooting for them. Um, I don't have a lot of high expectations for this season. Uh, I want them to just be able to uh, get used to playing the game again and everything, get back into the, the feel of it. And then hopefully over the next couple seasons, uh, we see them blossom and everything and uh, turn into the best version of the dream we can and everything. Uh, I, I could definitely be wrong like I was with uh, Christy Wallace as I didn't even have her making the team this season and look where she's at. Uh, so I'll definitely be rooting for um, AD to um, just shatter my expectations um, starting tonight uh, against the Phoenix Mercury. But again, regardless what happens, I think this is an amazing move uh, for the Atlanta Dream and for their future. Uh, as far as for this season, um, it does show that um, the future takes a front seat over uh, competing this season. Uh, again, AD could um, contribute and help make an impact and put us in a better place than we are now. Uh, but the prioritization for us is uh, the future and everything. So if they don't uh, contribute for us in a, a meaningful way this season, uh, it's still a win for us and what they'll be able to potentially contribute in future seasons and everything. Uh, again, we're going through a, a really hard stretch uh, in the first part of the, the first third of the season. Like we uh, we played the Indiana Fever three times. We played the uh, Minnesota Lynx. Um, we played the L.A. Sparks in the pre-Fisher air. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to throw that dish. Uh, but uh, we played a, a, lot of the, a lot of the lower tier teams. And uh, it's great that we have a 7-5 record and everything, but this is where we really meet uh, the meat of the schedule and everything. And uh, so far, uh, we have not uh, been able to beat one of those top tier teams in the, the top five. And before we do that... Um, the playoffs aren't a guarantee and everything. And uh, I definitely want to see Atlanta Dream playoff basketball. And this is a, a great four-game stretch to see where we stand as a team and everything. And uh, yeah, just super excited for uh, what the future brings. Uh, but uh, moving on to the sadder part of the deal on acquiring AD, and that was, uh, unfortunately, Megan Walker uh, being traded away. And um, she honestly was never really given a full opportunity to be a uh, part of the future in Atlanta. 
Uh, in five of her last seven games, she received six or less minutes. Uh, I really believe she has a, a role in the WNBA, um, at minimum, as a three-point specialist. And she had two games for the Dream where she connected on two three-pointers and had a season-high 11 points uh, against the Sparks on May 11th. Um, after we chose not to extend her uh, with the option we had um, earlier this season to give her a guaranteed spot for next season, uh, I felt like the, the writing was on the wall and it wasn't a huge surprise uh, that we decided to go another direction uh, during the season and everything to, to make a move if we knew we, she wasn't going to be a part of our future and everything. Um, and with trading her, uh, it was more uh, clearing the cap space that we needed and everything. Uh, there was not a way to um, keep the full player roster that we had and acquire AD and everything. So um, that around 20K cap space went to the New York Liberty uh, they've received uh, Carzola uh, in return, who's been playing in Spain. Uh, and yeah, we don't know when she would be able to play and everything. And we get someone that, again, has just an immense amount of potential, uh, a former second overall pick. And uh, I'm really hoping that um, they're able to get back to that potential again that they had uh, back in 2019. I'm just so ecstatic for this move. Uh, I also really like them as a person and the things they've said, and uh, it just seems like they're really going to um, fit into this Atlanta Dream locker room and um, this vision for the future that Dan Pat over in Tunisia Wright have. So, uh, yeah, it just um, every, yeah, I woke up happy about this move as well. Uh, was just flipping out when I saw it on Twitter and everything. I, I was taking a break from my phone and uh, yeah, saw the news about an hour later after it happened. Uh, and I saw it first with a Megan Walker game trade. I'm like, is this an article from uh, 2020 with the Liberty uh, waving Megan Walker? But uh, yeah, <laughs> scrolled down and saw the AD news and just flipped out because this is a, I believe, a special player, and I'm so excited uh, that she's a part of um, that. They are a part of the Atlanta Dream. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, uh, so on to what this means uh, for the Atlanta Dream lineup. And um, I'll be honest, and I don't have a clue uh, what the usage will for AD will be. Um, I know our intentions will most likely be to want to play them, uh, especially with Erica Wheeler now out, uh, and then Tiffany Hayes still not having the exact timetable. Uh, with Erica Wheeler, and uh, I am not a medical expert by any means, but just looking at um, WebMD, uh, the minimum is two to four weeks for uh, a foot sprain. Uh, I'm hoping it's less than that, and it's not something more serious than what I read. Um, but yeah, uh, the opportunity is going to be there for them to uh, potentially get more minutes until one or both of them uh, return to the lineup and everything. Uh, they, re they didn't really get much of an opportunity uh, with the Liberty this season. Uh, they had one game where they played 19 minutes, uh, and they went 0 for 7 from the floor. Um, they, they took some solid looks and everything, it, it, maybe going to a, a new team and uh, starting over is going to help them uh, get to where they want to be sooner rather than later. Again, I, I'm just hoping that they shatter expectations, but again, just cannot say this enough. Um, if it doesn't work out, uh, if she if they continue their cold shooting and everything, uh, I'm not going to be worried at all. I, I just think this is a fantastic future move for the Atlanta Dream, and I'm just so excited uh, for what they bring to the table and everything. 
but yeah, uh, I'm now going to move on to uh, just going over the, the players and what I've seen uh, most recently from them and everything and what I think um, they need to do in order for the Atlanta Dream to succeed. Again, I do have this broken down in chapters, so feel free to um, skip through the players that you want to hear most about and everything. Um, I did this by position, so I'll be starting at point guard, uh, where I have Ari McDonald, and then I put Christy Wallace in there because uh, someone else has to play point guard when uh, Ari McDonald is taking a breather on the bench, and I just think she's the, the most likely prospect for this and everything. Uh, but starting with Ari, um, she gets the full opportunity fans of her have been waiting for. Uh, on the defensive end especially, um, she's made a profound impact the majority of the season, and um, the only concern on that end of the ball is just continuing to stay out of foul trouble. Um, she had five fouls in the last outing against the Storm, and she already played over 30 minutes. She could have played even more um, if she hadn't been in foul trouble and everything. So just uh, being tenacious on defense but being smart uh, will be just absolutely crucial for her. Um, she's earned at least two steals in five consecutive games for a total of 16, including an outstanding seven-steal effort against the Minnesota Lynx on June 1st. Uh, only Angel McCoffrey uh, accomplished this amount of steals in a five-game span, uh, which she did an outstanding 12 times between her freshman, her rookie and sophomore campaigns. Uh, so again, it just shows how amazing Angel was um, for the Atlanta Dream and her uh, long career with us and everything. Uh, Ari is also second on the Dream in plus-minus at plus 33 behind only Molney Billings, uh, who I'll go over a lot later. Uh, on to the offensive end for her, and this is where um, I'm most concerned about Ari, uh, where she's had spurts of excellence this season but um, hasn't been consistent. Uh, in the last four games, uh, she's been a combined 6-23 of 23 from the floor, so 26%, including 1-9 uh, beyond the arc, which is 11%. And sorry, the last three games instead of the last four. Um, excluding her 5-7 three-point effort against the Aces uh, earlier this season in garbage time, um, she's only shot 28% total um, from beyond the arc, which is um, her primary calling card under the offensive end, so it's concerning she's... Uh, gone 27 and 97. We're going to absolutely need that to improve uh, during this next four game stretch and everything. Um, I've liked the creativity I've seen at times and uh, her being able to get to the rim and her being able to knock down uh, mid range jumpers and everything, but uh, we're going to need it on a more consistent basis throughout a whole game. Uh, for her to have a positive impact on the, for the Atlanta Dream and this opportunity she's been given. Uh, more concerning for me than the shooting is uh, how she hasn't been able to contribute as much uh, with creating opportunities for her teammates. Uh, she's had more uh, turnovers than assists, um, including in her last three games where she's had four assists compared to seven turnovers. Uh, last season, she was averaging two assists compared to just one turnover, and this was in around eight minutes uh, less per game than this season. So, um, only having a 0.1 difference between this season and last season uh, is not great and not what I expected. So I'm hoping she's able uh, to take it to the next level uh, with being given this um, increased opportunity. Um, in total, she's averaged 2.1 assists and 2.7 turnovers uh, through 12 games. Um, on to the next player and Christy Wallace. And again, have her list as uh, a point guard, but she's primarily still going to be playing uh, shooting guard. 
And uh, I think she'll no doubt um, just continue to receive a, a, a crazy amount of playing time for us and everything. Um, she's already played uh, 30 minutes or more in two of the last four games. And especially with Wheeler out, um, yeah, I, I don't see a way that she doesn't um, continue to play over 30 minutes as long as, same as Aries, she stays out of foul trouble and everything with um, how competitive she is on defense and everything. Uh, throughout the season, she's shown she can be a reliable asset on both ends of the floor, and I cannot just emphasize, emphasize enough uh, how much of a pleasant surprise she's been on both ends of the floor for the Dream this season. Uh, starting with her shooting, um, she's had five double-digit point outings this season, including back-to-back -back games against the Mercury and Lynx, where she respectively earned 17 and 18 points. Uh, so we could definitely use more of that. And against the Lynx, she knocked down her first five three-pointers. So I'm not expecting that on a night-to-night a -night basis, but um, it is nice to see her three-point shot is start, finally starting to fall, which was a big deal to me uh, in my previous uh, episode before this one. Um, I talked about how it, it wasn't sustainable for um, Christy Walls to be struggling beyond the arc uh, like she had been. Um, before the six-game stretch, and it's nice to see it come together for her and everything. Uh, in her last game against the Storm, she sunk the only two three-pointers for the Dream, and uh, <laughs> that's really depressing because we only shot about 10% from beyond the arc, so uh, we're not going to win many games with that either if we're only able to knock down 10% of our three-pointers, and I'm hoping that's something um, that goes the opposite direction against the Phoenix Mercury tonight. Uh, but yeah, uh, just she's the second uh, most important player to me in the dream back, the dreams backcourt behind Ryan Howard. I, I just think uh, she's someone that we've been able to rely upon and just has a bright, bright future in Atlanta. Uh, she's also been uh, just a, a great playmaker for us, and this is why I had her uh, in the point guard position. Um, in 10 of uh, the first 12 games she's played this season, um, she's earned multiple assists including 11 assists over her last five games with only five turnovers. She is fourth in Atlanta Dream franchise history with 31 through 12 games to begin her WNBA career. And then on the defensive side, um, she swiped at least one steal in 10 of 12 games, and she has also earned three blocks. And uh, yeah, just a, an overall complete player, and um, I'm hoping she's able to have a, a really good game tonight uh, against the Phoenix Mercury. Uh, but on to the shooting guard position, and in, in this spot I have Ryan Howard. I think that she is primarily going to be playing between the two and three. Uh, and then I have AD on this list. Um, I already went over them um, prior to these player profiles and everything, so uh, I don't have a lot of insight with not seeing them in a dream uniform yet. So I'm just really curious to see uh, what they're able to provide for us and everything, but I'm just going to be focusing uh, on Ryan Howard uh, for the shooting guard position. And uh, yeah, uh, she's still just been phenomenal. Even uh, when she's had her shooting struggles and everything, she just still finds ways to contribute. Um, I love her competitive drive, and uh, she just has a, a long, bright Hall of Fame future uh, ahead of her and everything. And I'm just so excited um, that she's part of the Atlanta dream. She's just flat out again, uh, franchise altering. There's no way that we're uh, in the playoff race without her in the lineup. Um, starting with her shooting, uh, Ryan has earned 15 or more points in 7 to 12 games, including four 20-plus point games. Uh, on the playmaking side, uh, in her first eight games of the season, 
She earned 22 assists with 9 turnovers, and that's 2.8 assists per game. Uh, in the last four games, however, um, since her six-assist effort in the, the last game against the Mercury on 529, um, she's only had three assists and four turnovers. And um, I think that just really comes down to uh, Ryan Howard feeling like she has to do too much on her own uh, with other players not knocking down shot, uh, uh, shots enough. So uh, I don't want this to turn into uh, what Ryan had to deal with at, uh, at Kentucky uh, her senior season. Uh, I want this to be a place where she can just continue to, to grow as a player and play the way she wants to be, um, setting up opportunities for her teammates, being able to contribute on the defensive end. Uh, she has the capability of being an elite player uh, in so many different ways, but uh, if she feels like she has to put more on her shoulders and everything, uh, sometimes it's not going to go as well. There's going to be times uh, where it's like the SEC tournament and she can take us on her back, um, but I, I do not think um, it, this is what we can depend on to make the playoffs and everything with this being a, a longer stretch. We're going to have to have... Uh, other players knock down shots to get the the true Ryan Howard uh, that we got um, towards the beginning of the season and everything, it, especially with us uh, going against contending teams on a regular basis now. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we just need to make this a, a more comfortable environment uh, for Ryan Howard. Uh, on the defensive end, uh, Ryan has earned eight steals along with two blocks. Uh, in the last uh, four games. So uh, again, just continues to provide for us in, in every single way. And uh, just the stat I found to show uh, how important she is to the, the dream success. Uh, we're seven and five right now. Uh, in those seven wins that the, the dream have had, uh, Ryan Howard is a team leading plus 62. But in the five losses, she's a minus 104. And again, that just comes down to um, her feeling like she has to do too much. We keep her in the game because she's the only reliable player we we have that we know can get us back in the games and everything. So it just kind of uh, creates a snowball effect and everything. And uh, yeah, I, I don't want this. Uh, when we've lost this season and everything, some of those games have been blowouts like to the Las Vegas Aces and uh, the second game against the Washington Mystics. Um, if we're going to be competitive and hang uh, with these top-tier teams, we have to have a consistent effort throughout the lineup and everything. And again, I'm hoping to see that uh, tonight against the Phoenix Mercury. Um, on to um, small forward, and uh, I just have Nia Coffey uh, under this position. Uh, Ryan Howard is also going to play significant minutes, but um, I moved Nia Coffey from the four to the three, which is what I was expecting um, prior to the season and everything, but um, just with us having lineup deficiencies with uh, Wheeler and Tip out, uh, I really see uh, Coffee playing uh, in the three like she did the majority of the season with the LA Sparks last season. And uh, I'm hoping it will um, help her shooting woes uh, moving back into this position and everything. Uh, defensively, um, she's not showing a lot on the stat sheet as far as steals and blocks. Um, but she's consistently uh, contested shots and just held her own in tough matchups and everything. I've really liked their play, um, but what's been really concerning is her shooting, uh, where in 6 of 12 games, Coffee has shot 30% or lower from the floor. Um, all six of these games uh, took place in two three-game stretches, 
one of the stretches was the first three games of the season where she went 4-22, uh, which was 18%. And then uh, three games between May 24th and June 1st, she shot 2 of 18, uh, 11% from the floor. Uh, she's had her moments this season. Uh, her best uh, shooting outing was against the Fever on June 5th, where she scored 16 points off a of 7-11 shooting while earning her second double-double of the season. Uh, but again, uh, it's just been uh, really inconsistent. And what's concerning is uh, I'm, I'm hoping she's not ending entering another cold spurt um, as she just went 2-7 against the Seattle Storm. Uh, she has to snap back into it. Again, this is going to take a full team effort uh, to be able to remain competitive until we get more bodies into the lineup again and everything. Uh, another uh, concerning current trend for her um, that I've seen is uh, after only having 10 total turnovers uh, in a five-game stretch from 5-20 to 6-3, um, she's had nine in her last two games. So um, the way she's playing right now, um, I, I really think that she's going to have to earn that playing time again and everything. Um, have the starting lineup be Ari, uh, Christy, Ryan, uh, Monique, and Cheyenne. And then uh, put Nia back in there once uh, her, shot, her shot starts falling again and she's able to control the turnovers. Because I, I just don't think uh, this is the best decision for the Dream right now, keeping her as a starter, uh, until she can um, get back to that potential again. And uh, this isn't to dig on Nia Coffee or anything. Like I, I think she was the best free agent acquisition that we had this season. And the... Um, the best move we made outside of uh, getting Ryan Howard uh, with the first overall pick and everything. Um, I just think she contributes in so many different ways. And uh, it's the same as I was talking about with Christy Wallace last episode and everything with the, the three starting to fall. Uh, I just think averages will come back together and everything. And she's going to get closer uh, to what she was last season where uh, she was averaging 8.3 points per game off of 42.1% shooting. And this season so far, um, she's only averaged 6.8 points while shooting 32.9% from the floor. Uh, also in 2021, um, she was averaging 1.6 three-point makes uh, per game, and she was shooting 41.7% beyond the arc. Uh, I know that's a really high number, so I'm not expecting that. Uh, but I'm definitely expecting better than the 24% she's shooting now and um, only averaging half a three-point make. Um, if we can get it closer to uh, one three-point make per game and even just getting to the 30 to 33% mark to start, uh, I think that will be a, a huge step in the right direction and everything, and it will lead to her uh, deserving more playing time and everything. But right now, just... Um, how things have been and everything, uh, I, I do think that she shouldn't get more than 20 minutes uh, until the shooting and turnovers get under control and everything. Uh, but on to uh, power forward, where I'm going to be going over uh, Monique Billings, Nas Hillman, and uh, Mom Premier. Uh, starting with Monique Billings, and the, the limited usage of her has been um, just astounding to me uh, this season with the success she's had on both ends of the floor. Uh, in her nine games played so far this season, she's only had two games where she's played over 20 minutes. Uh, to put it in perspective, uh, to end the 2021 season, Billings played at least 26 minutes for each of the last 10 games. So um, her receiving this less playing time is uh, probably a little jarring to her. Uh, she has struggled with turnovers at times, but uh, I just think what she's providing... Uh, 
does not match up with the minutes she's been receiving and everything. Um, even with the limited playing time, she is averaging a team-high 7.4 rebounds per game and is 12th overall in the WNBA in offensive rebounds per game at 2.2. Um, her shooting has been by no means fantastic, um, although she did uh, shoot 5 of 7 from the floor against the Seattle Storm last game, uh, and she's shooting 45% overall. Um, but yeah, she's definitely had her cold spurts too, but um, it has been more consistent than coffee, sadly, and also um, she's really improved on her free throw shooting, which has been a really pleasant surprise. Um, she's only missed one free throw and is shooting 94.7%. Uh, coming into the season, she had never shot over 78%, and uh, last season shot 67.5%. So you can tell it's something she really uh, worked on in the offseason, and it's playing dividends. Uh, especially playing at the power forward position, uh, you're going to have more opportunities at the line. And it's nice to see that she's taking more advantage of those opportunities, especially uh, since the line has been a, an area of struggle over the last few games uh, for the Atlanta Dream. Uh, back when I was going over uh, Ari McDonald, I, I mentioned plus minus uh, that Monique Billings was first on the team, and uh, it's not even close. <laughs> uh, she's a team leading plus 60 uh, when she is on the court. Uh, so it just gives you a, a good image of uh, what she provides to the team and everything. Ari McDonald is closest at plus 33. Um, so she really has a positive impact on what she provides. Um, for a, for a while now, she's provided a consistent effort on the defensive end, and uh, yeah, especially on the offensive glass, getting those extra opportunities and everything, I think it's essential, and um, she deserves to receive more playing time, and I hope that happens starting uh, against the Phoenix Mercury tonight. I'm hoping for uh, at least 23 uh, to 25 minutes uh, tonight, and I just really think uh, she deserved this opportunity, and uh, to build up her resume and what's going to be a contract season for her this season and uh, being an unrestricted free agent for the first time. Uh, but on to uh, Nas Hillman, and uh, yeah, she's had uh, more opportunities than I was anticipating this season. Part of that was uh, Monique Billings uh, being in health and safety protocols for a couple games. Uh, but yeah, in Hillman's uh, first seven games she's participated in uh, this season, she has gone three straight games with uh, single-digit uh, minutes. Uh, her usage will be interesting to watch, uh, with once again the, the dream being shorthanded, uh, with two players out of the lineup. Uh, but in her two outings with 18 or more minutes against the Fever on 517 and against the Mystics on 524, uh, Nas combined for 15 points, 9 rebounds, and 4 assists with only one turnover. Uh, especially with a, a team that's had the most turnovers in the WNBA, uh, being able to take care of the ball uh, is going to provide her with more minutes and everything and more opportunities. Uh, if she can hit uh, deep shots like she did in the last game against the Mercury late in the game, uh, I really think we're in business and it shows uh, the type of prospect we got and that she was, again, the steal of the draft at 15 if she can um, add a consistent outside shot to her game. Uh, uh, really excited to see what happens and to see if she can uh, push for more minutes this season and everything. But um, same with AD, regardless of what happens the rest of the season, uh, I still think there's immense potential in her. And uh, I think she's going to get a substantial increase in minutes uh, once the roster turnover takes place and everything. Um, I see her playing 
uh, either back up at the, the four uh, behind Cheyenne Parker or um, someone else that we acquire and everything. But I definitely think um, she will be one of the first players off the bench. And sorry, I'm talking about the future too much and everything, but uh, I really like Naza's game and uh, I'm excited to see what she's able to do uh, with potentially a increased playing time uh, over these next few games. Uh, but on to uh, Mon Premier, and this is another one that uh, I'm a little baffled by um, with the amount of time that we played her. Why did we uh, even make the move to sign her? Uh, she's only gone to play in five games for us for a total of 20 minutes. And uh, last season with the Connecticut Sun, she played in 32 games, averaging 8.6 minutes. So this is a significant drop off for her. And uh, not something I was expecting when uh, she was able to crack the lineup in uh, what was a title contending team last season and to see her play so little uh, is very strange to me and everything and I, I'm hoping it changes. Um, I posted a poll on Twitter on whether the Dream should release her or not and it was because of my frustration uh, with her limited playing time and everything and maybe going another direction. Uh, before the AD trade took place, I was thinking maybe we should get a guard, but um, now I'm just hoping that um, with having a 10-player active roster, um, she is able to get a sufficient opportunity um, to prove that she's a part uh, of the Atlanta Dream's future and everything, because again, she hasn't gotten any sort of chance to show that she deserves another opportunity for next season uh, with the limited minutes that she received. Uh, with the going back to um, her time with the Sun last season, um, she had 13 games with double-digit minutes, and uh, on 6-11 against the Sky, she earned 11 rebounds. So uh, the potential is there. I, I think she really deserves uh, more playing time. I'll go over this a little more when I go over Kia Vaughn, but um, I think she should be able to get some of those minutes and at least uh, be able to crack double digits and get like 10 to 11 minutes per game. Uh, to see what we have in her and everything. I, I, I just think it's worth a shot, again, especially with um, us having a shorthanded roster. Um, on to center, uh, where I'll be going over, lastly, uh, Cheyenne Parker and Kia Vaughn. Uh, starting with Parker, um, if I had to pick two players that were the, the most responsible for the dream being in a playoff spot right now, um, it would be Ryan Howard and Cheyenne Parker, uh, without a, a doubt in my mind. Uh, Parker has just been phenomenal for us, and I think she deserves to be in the All-Star Game in Chicago, and um, the fans are letting me down by her not being uh, on the leadership board at all, so uh, I'm hoping uh, whoever fills up the rest of the spot, whether it be uh, coaches, GMs, or players, uh, that she's put uh, into that lineup and is able to return uh, to Chicago where she played a, a few seasons with the, the Sky and everything. Uh, but she has just been just absolutely phenomenal and the, the MVP of the front court for us. Uh, she's had double-digit points in 9 of 12 games, including a 19-point effort against the Chicago Sky, uh, where she was the primary reason we even had a chance to, to win that game at the end and everything. She just went absolutely bonkers in the third quarter. Um, it was a little baffling to me. She didn't play much in the fourth quarter of that game when... Uh, she was primarily responsible for us uh, being competitive, but um, I will say that she started receiving more playing time. Uh, she got over 30 minutes in the last game, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping this is a sign that to come. But, and yeah, the level she's playing at, she 
might be like a, a second team player or something uh, in the WNBA um, at center, which isn't even her primary position. So the adjustment she's made and the success she's had um, has just been phenomenal. And I'm just so ecstatic um, that she's going to be on the roster as long as we don't make any trades. Um, she has a guaranteed contract with us for next season as well. So I'm just super excited um, that she's in the fold with us. Uh, in the last game against the Seattle Storm, she scored 13 points, 10 rebounds, along with three assists, three steals, and one block. Um, just a perfect image uh, of what she means to the Atlanta Dream and uh, the multiple ways that she's able to contribute and everything. Uh, if you haven't already voted on your all-star ballot, be sure to do hashtag Cheyenne Parker on Twitter, and then also be sure to go uh, to WNBA.com or go to the app and vote Cheyenne Parker because she is not getting a, enough love or support. Uh, we need to vote for her, and we need to vote for Ryan Howard to make sure uh, both of them have a trip to Chicago, at least as far as we can control and everything. So please, if you're listening, <laughs> put in those votes for those two players. Um, but yeah, really quick before uh, moving on to uh, Kia Vaughn, uh, I am still waiting for Cheyenne Parker to have success beyond the arc like I've seen uh, for Christy Wallace. And I just really think it's a matter of time. And uh, on Twitter a, a couple hours ago, um, I predicted that she's going to knock down three or more three-pointers tonight. I, I just think it's just bound to happen. She's had good looks. Um, she's been able to knock down three-pointers in the past. Uh, in fact, like she's uh, shot 30% or better uh, in three of the last four seasons. So uh, this is something that's part of her repertoire and everything. And if she can get those shots falling, uh, I see her getting closer to 20-point outings, which uh, would be phenomenal for a team that struggled with offense and scoring points. Um, to have two players that um, are a threat to get 20 points or more every night would uh, just be... Yeah, uh, playoff changing for us and everything and have us competing for home court advantage again and everything. I'm just really hoping for success for Cheyenne and uh, I'm hoping she's able to continue the momentum in other ways for us and continue being that um, front court MVP. Uh, lastly, I want um, to touch on Kia Vaughn, who is still the only true center on the Atlanta Dream roster. And a uh, really quick tangent before <laughs> I continue on with her. Uh, but I, I just really think there's a deal to be made uh, with the Dallas Wings. Uh, just the limited amount of time that they play their centers, plus uh, Bella Allery, who's going to be back next season and everything, it, it just doesn't make sense for them to carry that many centers. And uh, especially Charlie Collier uh, not getting a lot of playing time. Uh, I think she's just a primed prospect to go after and everything. I don't know what it would take. Um, to get her over here and everything. Uh, maybe we trade like Mom Premier or a second round pick. Uh, but I just having a younger prospect at this position, uh, I think would go a long ways for Atlanta and what we're trying to do. Um, Kia Vaughn has been a, a good veteran presence for us. I, I'm not trying to take away from that. I'm just going, looking at the rest of our roster and everything and us making the move for AD. It's all about making moves for, uh, you know, the more in the future and everything. And Kia Vaughn, I, I just see like a less than 1% chance that she's with us next season and everything. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> moving on from that tangent, um, she has received 14 or more minutes um, in four of the last six games. So 
Um, Coach Wright has really put more trust in her, and she had 24 minutes against the Chicago Sky, uh, where she earned four points, five rebounds, two assists, one steal, and two blocks. And she became the first player in Atlanta Dream history um, to achieve the stat line at the age of 35 or older. Um, so just phenomenal. If she can contribute on, on both ends like this, uh, you're not going to hear any gripes from me and everything. But um, I, I will complain if she's playing 15 minutes and uh, not taking a single shot attempt with two turnovers. Like uh, We can't continue to give someone a decent amount of minutes and, and then not uh, contribute in a sufficient way and everything. So uh, I'm curious to see, uh, again, what happens with the Phoenix Mercury going against the, the team she played for uh, last season and seeing what uh, we decide to do with her and everything. But uh, <laughs> as I mentioned uh, with Monique Billings, uh, I think she deserves a, a substantial increase in playing time, and I think um, some of that will come at the five uh, along with Cheyenne Parker and everything. Uh, Again, I, I want Monique Billings playing at least 23 to 25 minutes. I, I think um, she's the most underrated player um, on the Dreams bench and everything. I, I think she deserves a, an opportunity. And again, I would like to see Mom Premier, uh, who is more likely to be a part of the Dream after this season, um, get some actual minutes and everything. But again, uh, I love Kia Vaughn's veteran leadership and everything. Uh, she's been great on the boards. She's... Uh, great at setting screens for her teammates and everything. I, I just, again, uh, believe this season is more about setting up for the future. Uh, the playoffs will be an added bonus, and I hope it's one that we get. Um, but yeah, I would like to see more minutes from other players and everything. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have uh, for right now. Uh, again, I, I'm super ecstatic that um, we start at 7-5 through 12 games. Uh, if you told me before the season uh, this would be re our record, uh, I would just be beyond pleased. Uh, as, again, each section I'm hoping the dream go 500 because like, it's never happened before um, since there's been eight playoff teams uh, that a, a team that finishes 500 or better doesn't make the playoffs and everything. And even at 17 and 19, I think we would have a really good chance. So uh, just continuing to, to try to win uh, two out of every four games, I, I think is going to go a long way for us. And uh, once we get into the playoffs, I, I think we have the, the roster to uh, shock the world and everything. Or um, if we find the consistency that I hope we're going to find this season, uh, compete for home court advantage and it not be um, as much of a surprise if we do make uh, a run into the playoffs and everything. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have for right now. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, hopefully we'll all be in a good mood after the, the Phoenix Mercury game tonight. Uh, I'll talk to you all later.